Welcome to Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Cyber and the Antioch Movement. Whether this is your first time with us or you've been with us for a while now, our desire is that by the end of our time together, you can say that you've fallen more in love with Jesus and have a greater passion for Him and His purposes in the earth. Thanks so much for joining us. And we hope that you enjoy today's episode. All right, well, Jimmy, it's going to be a great run in this next season with the Passion and Purpose podcast. Come on. I'm really envisioned as we're going to jump into uh, affections and loyalties determining destinies. Woo! I love it. So we're going to to get there. Yeah. But we're also, we're not going to just do that. We're going to also, we're going to intersperse. We're going to have guests on. We're going to have some different testimonies. Yes. So we're going to have a great rhythm uh, going uh, with that. But let's, uh, let's jump in. I want you to tell us. Affections, loyalties, determining destinies. What does that mean? Yeah, well, golly, you know, again, that's why we're going to take several weeks to go through this. But um, let me start off with a story of uh, a book I read several years ago. And actually, I don't remember the author, but I'll never forget his his introduction. Uh, The guy had, um, he was a marriage and family therapist. He had a doctorate in theology, and he had a doctorate in marriage and family therapy. Okay. And um, he starts off his chapter, and he says, you know, I had this doctorate. I had a marriage of 23 years. I had three kids. Um, So I was a family man. I understood marriage. I understood family. I understood the whys and the what's behind it. I understood the problems and how to help people. And I'd been telling a lot of people how to do it right for a long time. He said, then um, out of the busyness of life, my wife and I began to drift a little bit, uh, saw somebody that was attractive, began an emotional relationship, which ended up being a full affair. Mm. And he said, how in the world can a man with a doctorate in theology, a doctorate in marriage family therapy, Mm. a man who knows and tells everybody what to do, how could he fall into adultery Mm. and destroy his family? Right. And, you know, the long pause is, uh, and he said, because... No matter what anyone thinks, emotions are more powerful than what they believe. Mm. Now, I like that he said that emotions aren't more powerful than truth, because Jesus said, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. He said, emotions are more powerful than what you believe. Mm. So what we think about um, has incredible power. Uh, but those thoughts can change with the wind sure. if, they're, if our emotions aren't anchored in Jesus right. and in the centrality of uh, how the Scripture kind of lines out what I call our hierarchy of loyalties. Right. So I want to say to all of us, what we do with the affections of our heart and the loyalties of heart, our heart, how we plant those, how we develop those, mm-hmm. determines the destiny of our lives. Wow. So let me kind of lay out a Scripture for you. And then a little bit of a framework, again, that we're going to just start motoring through. Um, In uh, Colossians 3, verses 1 and 2, it says this, If then you've been raised up with Christ, keep seeking the things above where Christ is. Mm -hmm. Right, We're seated with Christ in heavenly places and all that that contains. The beauty of heaven, the throne of grace, the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit. Woo! The swirl of glory. Keep your... Uh, you know, uh, you've been raised up with Christ, so keep seeking those things above. And then it, then it says, in the New American Standard, it says, set your mind on the things above and not on the things of this earth. And then it explains who we are in Christ. And I've, I've looked at that scripture for years, and in the King James, the original version, it says, not just set your mind, it says, set your affections mm. 
on the things above and not on the things of this earth. The things you muse over and bring emotion and um, response to you. Right. Isn't that kind of cool? Yes. So set your affections on the things above, not on the things of this earth. Right. And when when I when I extrapolate that, I uh, especially over the last couple of years, I, I've uh, talked to several people, and actually my son was one of these. As we were wrestling through all the issues of our nation and the wrestlings of uh, political and racial and uh, theological and all that stuff, and. We just kind of talked about this whole idea of what are the hierarchy of our loyalties? Mm. When tension and pressure and pain and challenge comes to our life, how do we rank right. the loyalties of our heart, our right. affections? Where, right. do we, where do we find truth and all that good stuff? Mm-hmm. And so we came up with this little deal called the hierarchy of loyalties. And we touched on this several months ago, but I, I want to bring it forward again because it's very relevant now, especially as you look to the challenges ahead in 2022. Mm-hmm. Are we anchored in? Do we, are we clear on the hierarchy of loyalties? Right. So without further rambling and framing, let me just kind of list off the hierarchy okay. of loyalties. The hierarchy of loyalties begin with God himself. Okay. So I am loyal in my first affections of the day mm-hmm. of my heart go to God himself. Right. And God reveals himself in three persons. is God the Father, God the Son, Jesus in his glory, mm-hmm. and God the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So my centerpiece of my affections, my attention, my uh, attitudes, my appetite right. is is lands in God. That's my first and foremost loyalty place. Mm-hmm. And after that loyalty, this other one I'll, I'll uniquely just call the authority of the Word of God. So my affections are for God Himself, mm-hmm. but He's revealed Himself through this book called the Bible right. that then has my full authority and my affections. So when I feel like doing something different than the Bible says, mm-hmm. then I, I switch my allegiance from my feelings to the Word. Wow. And therefore, I anchor myself again. Right. All right, I'm feeling like doing all this stuff, but the Bible says all this stuff. I've decided where my loyalty lies. My affections are going to mm-hmm. be in the Word of God right. because I believe and trust He only has good for me. Yes. And I, left to myself, do not have good intentions for myself or right. others. Right. Therefore, I must submit to, with joy, mm-hmm. to the authority of the Word of God. So I've got himself at the authority of the Word of God. And I'll just quickly go over these because we will unpack these. Next one is, is the authority of the church. And I use the word authority not in the sense of some oppressive determiner uh, that, that, that manipulates and controls, but as the beauty of how God expresses himself on the planet. Right. We are all a part of the body of Christ. Right. I'm just one guy, a part of this beautiful uh, uh, community called the church right. that God has chosen to uniquely display his glory and everybody's gift matters and everybody's needed in this huge extended family worldwide right. when it's alive and mutually submitted to one another under the headship of Christ, whoo, the breath of God. Yes. And wherever anybody gathers in the name of Jesus, there there is the church and the right. glory of God. Right. So when I say the authority of the church, I say under the authority of Jesus, under our affections and loyalty to him, right. we are committed to one another to walk in beauty beauty and submission yes. for the glory of God. So that the church. And then the next loyalty, uh, from my perspective in Scripture, is the family. Mm-hmm. So that now we're getting down to the centrality of how God um, uh, shows uh, who He is and how we're to raise and develop men, young men and women to turn mm-hmm. out to be Christ followers who become salt and light for the glory of God. Right. So we have the big rocks, right. uh, God Himself, Word of God, Church of God, 
Then we have the family is now, now we're getting into operational affections yes, yes, kind of and ma- loyalty. Macro down to micro. Yeah. So, so my first affection on earth to a person is my wife. Right. Right. My next affection loyalties are to the children that have been birthed through me. Right. And then of course, spiritual children and the, those are in the, they're in the loyalty bucket. Right. But I, I have a hierarchy of commitment right. inside of the family right. that allows me to uh, fully engage that uh, first place thing on a human level right. that God's asked me to do. Right. Uh, then we have, there's only two left for those who are like, come on, let's get with the <laughs> program. Uh, the next one is disciple making and ambassador. Jesus said, go make disciples of all the earth. So my loyalty is to Jesus and his mission, mm-hmm. which is to go make disciples everywhere uh, in anyone right. and all, in all spaces and places. And Second uh, uh, Corinthians says that I'm to be an ambassador mm-hmm. and Jesus said we're to be salt and light. So in my work, in my neighborhood, in my engagement uh, civically, mm-hmm. uh, in my national uh, um, uh, allegiance, whatever that looks like, all that is as a disciple maker and an ambassador for Christ. Right. And then this last loyalty is uh, we are to be good citizens of the city, of the state, and of the nation mm-hmm. that God has birthed us in, and uh, where because God is the God of the nations. Right. So when people say, well, you know, I'm a kingdom person and it doesn't really matter where I live, and that's true in eternal perspective, mm-hmm. and we're trying to get everybody to the kingdom of God. We are one people, one nation, one, right. uh, one holy people for the glory of God. But we also have a national state of origin. We have a cultural origin. That's why it matters if you uh, grew up black African. That is a beautiful clarion point of the glory of God. And as you embrace that fully, the beauty of God is made manifest through Mm -hmm. your nation or through your identity, your culture, as it is is a white person born in America, right? Right. You're American citizen. So we're contending for our nation. Mm -hmm. We're wanting to be salt and light and contributors, but we're not beholden to the nation if it is not under God. Yes. Right. So we become prophets to and salt and light and servants, servants of, of that nation. So that makes hmm. the United States is as important as the Ivory Coast, is as important as Zimbabwe, is as important as Costa Rica. So wherever you were born and you're listening to this, whatever nationality you claim, whatever culture you grew up in, you fully embracing that, praying for and contending for that. Right. Uh, righteously allows Jesus to be made manifest in and through your unique culture and through your nation because he's the God of the nations. And uh, and that's just beautiful, right? Because we're all going to be under the banner of Jesus ultimately uh, and for eternity. Um, The nations are going to come in Mm -hmm. corporately Mm -hmm. and the beauty of the languages and expressions are just going to be one of the most glorious things we've ever experienced. Right. So there we go. There's a lot there, Jordan. Land me and let's start with point one. Yeah. Okay. So I want to do a brief refresh. We said the top affections, loyalties are going to lead to destiny. Yes. That's a big motivator. Yeah. Wow. You're telling me. So help us get from, you just took us through that hierarchy of loyalties. But we've got this end goal of destiny. Yeah. So take us, connect yeah. that for us. Yeah. So let me just do a little testimonial here, and um, and then we can talk a little about loyalty one. Um, uh, probably the mo- not not probably the most profound thing that ever happened in my life was an older mentor when I was in college described to me his um, daily devotional life began uh, at the cross, mm. and his. 
meditations on Isaiah 54, excuse me, Isaiah 53, mm -hmm. uh, 4 through 7. He said he had 94 teachings on Isaiah chapter 53, verses 4 through 7, which talks about the centrality of the cross, the centrality wow. of Jesus. Wow. And then, of course, the scriptures speak abundantly to it, and he had other scriptures. And then we began to just talk about this, the meditation of our heart and the, the landing place of our attachment every day, beginning with the cross. Mm -hmm. Therefore, we see the Father. Right. Therefore, we see the Holy Spirit right. fully. And when that happens, then we are in Christ, mm -hmm. attached rightly. Our emotional needs are met. Mm -hmm. Our eternal clarity is, our mission is clear. Mm -hmm. Our uh, joy is anchored. Right. Everything is anchored. Our affections, so right. that I don't have to reach out to other things inappropriately right. because I'm anchored in. And so I began to make a practice of every day meditating on God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, especially in the early days, which I'm getting back to again, thank you, Jesus, mm -hmm. uh, to ending my day meditating on God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, because oh. it's the meditation and the affections uh, rooted in Christ mm -hmm. Uh, uh, that reveals the Father and the Holy Spirit that allows us to live fully alive. Yes. So the bottom line, simply, my affections are going somewhere else, which is going to create another pathway that God didn't design for oh. me unless I get my affections right with God himself to yes. begin and end the day. Wow. So let, let, me, let me put a brief thing in here. Yeah, put a brief I've thing. heard you talk about... Yeah for years, that idea of meditating on the cross. Yeah. And therefore, when we do that, like you just said, okay, we see God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And I've, I've given a challenge out for years to different ones of try it for a month. Yeah. Because there's, yeah. there's warfare against it. Oh. We, we drift and all sorts yeah, of stuff. Yeah. But if we stay with it, yeah. it is really transformational, which I yeah. think is why you said this, yeah. was, this was such a significant yes. part yeah. of your life. So what, what has it been like? You know, we, we know the text. Words of my mouth, meditation in my heart, be pleasing your sight. You're giving us a real practical mm -hmm. of setting those yeah. affections to the heart of it's it's a way, but yeah, yeah. beginning and ending of the day, meditating yeah. God the Father, God the Son, Holy Spirit. So, anything else you want to say to help us with that, or are we go yeah. straight into the first one? Yeah. Well, th let's just uh, uh, let's combo it. Okay. So the first affection is God Himself. Yes. All right. I, I just. I love the Bible because it gives us an outline. Sometimes we get one scripture that gives the outline how to live life. Right. And Paul summarizes 2 Corinthians. At the end of 2 Corinthians, he says this. Now, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. the love of God our Father, and the fellowship or communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Mm -hmm. There it is. Yeah. There it is. Let, let's just wrap all of life yeah. right there. If you just take that one scripture yes. and build through that, right. you will be whole, you'll be healthy, you'll be happy, you'll be clear. <laughs> Hallelujah. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it's just that okay. one. Yeah. So my so it, I love that I it, I usually, you know, I think, you know, God the Father, it goes in order. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, as if there's a ranking. Um, mm. But it's interesting that Paul says, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. He now, here's the deal. He is the door. He is the way yes. in to see the Father right. and to receive the Holy Spirit. Right. So the grace of Jesus mm -hmm. and his death, burial, and resurrection that provided forgiveness of sin and entrance for mankind into the veil, right. uh, behind the veil, not into, behind the veil, to see the glory of God right. is the centrality of what we need to meditate. So that's why meditation begins on the cross. Right. 
So let's just take that Isaiah 53. Surely our griefs he himself bore and our sorrows he carried. Mm -hmm. So you picture him on the cross. Our grief and our sorrows he carried on the cross. So there I am. What are my affections of the day? What am I grieving over? Where's my loss? Where's my pain? Where's my fear? I mean, I'm dumping it on the cross. Surely our griefs and our sorrows carried. Yet we ourselves esteemed him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. Mm -hmm. Jesus, in your day, they didn't see you as sufficient is enough, is able. And I just want to agree, apart from grace, I don't see you as I ought. Let me see. Yes. So the next verse, he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The chasing of our well-being fell upon him. Mm -hmm. So he was pierced through for our transgressions. And uh, the way that I first thought about this was after Jesus died, they went to check, is he dead? And they pierced his side, Mm -hmm. and it said, blood and water flowed. Mm And I often would see myself sitting under the blood and the water flowing. Your blood was shed that I might be cleansed. And your water came and allowed me to be born again. It says born of the spirit and of water. Like the water of the washing of the life of Jesus, of the word of God. Woo! Right? Blood and water. And of course, the piercing of his hands and the piercing of his feet. He was pierced through for our transgressions. Therefore, Mm -hmm. I am not guilty today. Right. I don't have to live by it. I don't have to walk around guilty. I mean... my affections go for other things because I feel not enough mm-hmm. and I therefore have to attach to something else for both identity and for excitement because I do not have a right connection in the freedom and glory of Jesus. Yeah. Right. Right. Pierce through for our transgression, crushed for our iniquities, the chasing mm-hmm. of our well being fell upon him, mm-hmm. and by his stripes we are healed. Mm-hmm. And I often think about the whipping of Jesus. Every one of those was healing. Restore them, right. save them. He allowed himself, literally his right. flesh to be ripped, his rib cage to be ripped. Every one of those wasn't just an historical fact right. to get to a salvation experience just so I can get to heaven. Right. It was for now, right. today, right. and the sufferings of Christ have already been accomplished so mm. that we can live in the freedom of Christ right. and access the fullness of Christ right. for the glory of Christ. Yes. Whoa. Wow. So... I, I, you know, and I just pause here a little uh, deal. And when people say, you know, I'm not sure I believe about healing, I'm like, what? Obviously, you haven't meditated that he was pierced through for our transgression. Mm-hmm. By his stripes, we are healed. Right. So I pray for the sick because Jesus already allowed his body to be beaten so that sick people might be healed. Right. Now, I still don't know why everybody I pray for doesn't get well, but it's not about that. It's right. about the glory of God and right. me appropriating that. So sometimes when I'm praying right. for the sick, I picture in my mind his flesh being ripped and whipped and him saying, for you, for you. Mm-hmm. And I just say, Jesus, I'm holding your hand and I extend right. my hand. And in your name, heal them in Jesus' right. name. Right. Wow. Right. Pierce through for our ingression, crush for our iniquities. By his stripes we are healed. And this next, all of us like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to his own way. Mm-hmm. But the Lord has caused the iniquity, the sin of us all, to fall on him. Yes. Whoa. Wow. And that is a beautiful illustration of when the priest would lean into the sheep in the Old Covenant mm-hmm. and, and transfer the sins of the people onto the head of the, the lamb mm-hmm. before they would slaughter the lamb and shed the blood so they could walk into the temple. Wow. 
I don't know what else to say, yeah. Jordan. <laughs> you know, when people say, am I loved? Am I forgiven? I don't feel like it. More than you know. Okay. So your feelings and your affections are lying to you, yes. ruling you right. instead of your loyalty and affections to the cross, into Jesus, into right. grace. Right. You say, well, how do I get those feelings from here to there? Right. By meditating yes. on the cross, mm -hmm. the grace of Jesus right. given for you and me so that we can enter into the holy place right. free at today to experience the joy, the life, and the love of God. Amen. So then, again, it makes it easy to say, then who is the Father? Now that grace is seen, I can see right. the goodness of God right. from Him revealing Himself in creation to the Psalm 139, mm -hmm. to Psalm 123, to Ephesians 3. There's meditations then that make the Father come alive right. when the sacrifice is clear because right. there's no barrier between God and man. Right. So when I say God has only your best in mind, He only can be good because He can't be anything for Himself, I see that because I've seen the cross, right. not just because I think God is a good guy, mm -hmm. because life is tough and mm -hmm. it doesn't seem good at times. Right. But the Father is nothing but good, but sin and the devil, they're the ones we're after. Right. If we're going to accuse anybody, mm -hmm. let's accuse sin right. and the devil right. and glorify God yes. so that we can overcome them yes. in our journey and our struggle. Amen. Right? right? All right. So I know we're right out of time here, but let's just wrap this. So yeah. where does the Holy Spirit come in? So Jesus, glorious Jesus, yes. the worthy one, yes. said, it is to your advantage that I'm sending the Holy Spirit. Now, <laughs> I, I, my mind circuits are just blowing right now, and I don't, I, I don't know. I, but if Jesus, the only worthy one ever to walk the earth, mm -hmm died, rose again, ascended to the Father, said, I'm sending the Spirit, and it's to your advantage? Uh -huh. Then, Jordan, I would say it's to your advantage, <laughs> yes. right? Yes. And I'd say, if you don't think so, you're stupid, right. <laughs> because he is the wisest, most Absolutely. glorious one who ever lived, and he said it's to your advantage. Yes. So now, of course I want to know the Holy Spirit, because right. he is the one that Jesus had sent to communicate who God is right. and to take care of my soul and to nurture me and mm. be attentive to me and all the things that I need in my affections every day. He is with me, right. speaking, leading, guiding, directing, loving, and caring for in the name of Jesus yes. so I might know the Father yes. and so my affections might be centered rightly wow. so I can be all that God wants me to be. Well, I mean, there it is. <laughs> Mailed it. Hey, if we don't think we're going to have fun with this, I, I just don't know what this else to say. This is a ton say. of fun. Okay, so, uh, so hierarchy of loyalties. So once again, just to wrap up what Jordan said, um, our affections and what we do with it determine our destiny. Mm -hmm. But our affections have to be centered in a hierarchy of loyalties. Right. And our loyalties begin with God himself. Yes. So we're going to be tracking on this for several weeks. Right. And in between, again, we're going to have guests on talking about that word of the Lord, mm -hmm. boiler room, Queen Mary, Glory of God. So we're going to have a lot of fun, and I'm so looking forward to the next few weeks. Yeah, and so just as we close, we're going to we're going to tag uh, hierarchy of loyalties yep. so that people can see yep. that visually. Then we're yep. printing out and go through it. And then we've also got something called a life appetites test. If you say Ooh. what are what are my and, and and where am I? Yeah. As I listen to you talk about that, you're look no further. So we're going to tag <laughs> tag both of those Come to on. help as people walk through it. Let's do it. Okay. Love you guys. Love you, love you. Jesus, give them everything they need today. And may your glory be seen mm -hmm. in your grace and in the Father and in the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Seibert and the Antioch Movement. 
For more information, please visit jimmycybert.com and antioch.org. We'll see you next time.